Hi guys, welcome to episode two of my podcast. So I'm here with Rake and Fischette again. Hello. So today I kind of wanted to transition into a different style. I wanted to talk about where we're from and kind of relate that back to the BLM movement that's currently, you know, going on across our nation and especially how it is going on here locally in Oswego and SUNY Oswego's part that it plays Mm -hmm. since we are students there. Um, So where did you... Like, where are you from? Where'd you go to school? Um, so I went to school in a small town called North Rose, Wolcott, and I graduated with about 80 kids. So I didn't really grow up in a diverse area, that's for sure. Yeah, I feel the same way. So I grew up in upstate New York in a really small town on the Canadian border stuffed between the Mohawk Reservation and the border. So mm-hmm. I definitely didn't have a lot of diversity either. I had diversity in a different sense that it was you know, I got exposed to the Native American aspect. And Mm -hmm. I feel like that definitely plays a role in how I am today. For sure. So when you transitioned over to SUNY Oswego, do you feel as though you kind of were in a culture shock? For sure, yeah. I um, just hadn't really been as prepared as I feel like I could have been for the diversity, you know. I feel like... The, my high school could have done a better job at preparing us better for the transition. So do you feel as though it was kind of the school's responsibility to maybe have more diverse, like more diversity and inclusion programs like offered to students so we can educate ourselves if we come from these various parts? Yeah. Are you talking about Oswego? Or? Yeah. Like, okay. like the actual campus itself. Like, do you believe like they should offer these classes? You know, so if we do know, and we notice that we come from these rural areas where mm-hmm. diversity necessarily isn't, it, it isn't just isn't there. Right. So do you feel like the school should offer these classes? So maybe if we wanted to take them, we could. Yeah, 100%. I feel like it should definitely be an option because, you know, we should always be encouraged to educate ourselves as much as possible, especially about, you know, cultural cult, cultures and diversity for sure. So let's kind of like fast forward to the BLM movement mm-hmm. and kind of what's going on today, especially with how it's, you know, being portrayed and carried out at our school. Mm -hmm. So obviously, you know, in our last episode, we talked about the protests that went on over the summer, the um, peaceful protest, and Mm -hmm. then, you know, the hanging of the BLM flag and, you know, the painting of the mural. So do you feel as though, since we do come from such a rural area, Mm -hmm. both of us, even though there's separate parts of New York, and you know what, you I have the experience of Native Americans. You have the experience of the cultures that were in your town. Mm -hmm. But do you feel as though we are kind of at a disadvantage of, you know, kind of understanding the BLM movement as much as somebody, let's say, from, like, New York City? Yeah, I definitely feel like we're at a disadvantage from the beginning. But I feel like um, it depends on the person. Like, personally, I am someone who would like to be educated and who would like to close that diversal gap. Um, I would like to, you know, learn as much new information about it as possible. So I, so I don't sound ignorant. So I feel like it's all about, it's not really, we can't really blame it on where we came from. It's really about like what we're going to do with what we have now. Yeah, definitely. So, but do you think though, since we do come from these areas and, you know, we, we chose to go to SUNY Oswego and, mm-hmm. you know, SUNY Oswego is a diverse school. They have a diverse population. Do you feel as though even before the BLM movement, you know, blew up this summer. 
Do you feel as though they should be offering more inclusion programs and more diversity programs? So, you know, when the BLM movement did flourish, we could, we could have stepped back and we could have said, you know what? I understand. I, and you know, I want, cause like I support and I know you support mm -hmm. and you know, it's, it's different though, when we didn't grow up necessarily living, it, yeah. like living with it around us and like witnessing it. Right. So do you feel as though it's kind of the school's responsibility to really push it? Um, I don't know if it's their responsibility to push it, but it's definitely their responsibility to offer it. You know, even if it's not um, like mandatory, but definitely having that as an option, I feel like is should be their job. You know, maybe not pushing it, pushing it and pushing it, but definitely having it as an option for people who do want to become more educated. Yeah, because I know like... Like I said before, I know we're only two students and mm -hmm. you know what, we we only make up not even 0.1% of the fraction of students that go to the school. Right. But I just feel like I don't want to sound ignorant when I, you know, when I vocalize my support and I don't want right. to necessarily like say something wrong. Mm -hmm. And I know it falls back on us a lot, but I just feel like, I feel like maybe this is a point now where we're at, where, you know, it's been said, the protest has been on, and I don't know if you can, like, agree with me or maybe, like, vocalize your opinion on this, but I feel like now the ball is in the administration's court. Yeah, for sure. I feel like there's only so much that someone can do and say before change has to be made, and I feel like the students at Oswego and, you know, painting the Black Lives Matter and showing support, I feel like that's all anybody can do at this point, and administration needs to realize that people are – you know, pushing for this thing, let's make it a positive thing. Yeah. So for future students, you know, we can only do what we can do where we have one semester left after this, but, yeah. you know, bring about change in a positive way. So when people think about SUNY Oswego, they could really say, you know what, yeah. that school is at the forefront mm -hmm. of making change. They heard right. their students outcries. They really witnessed what was going on in the nation and they took this opportunity to reflect and make it better. Yeah, and that's where it's the job of the students and the people who are peacefully protesting and the people that do want to speak up. It's their job to bring these issues to the administration in a respectful way so that change can happen. Um, doing it in a negative way or, you know, violence or anything like that, it's not going to get anybody anywhere. You know, making the best out of the situation and having your voice heard and doing something about it is the best thing that we can all do. Yeah, I mean, you've said it, you've said it probably the best way that I've heard it before mm -hmm. in that it's a conversation, exactly. you know, it's a conversation that we all need to have. And, and we have to go into that conversation with an open mind for yeah. sure. So, you know, like I said it before, we only make up a small percent, but mm -hmm. I, I feel like it really depends on where each student comes from. Mm -hmm. And you yeah. know what? The BLM movement is here and it is here to stay. And I feel like this is the time now that we really just need to reflect on it and, for sure. and hopefully make it better for incoming students. For sure. Definitely. Alrighty, well, thank you, Reagan. Thank Thanks you. for telling us a little bit about yourself. No problem.